Who could do a uh, refresh for us? Uh, I need to take over for a bit until I showed back up, if that works for people. Sorry, you cut out a What's little it? bit. Yeah, and maybe I'm not the best one to do it since my internet might be cutting in and out. Okay. I think we fucked up a bunch of orcs, and but in the process of it also fucked up their boat. So I don't know how we're going to sail that. Yeah, we definitely... Uh, the, the front sail was taken out by a gra gravity spell from Nim. Yeah. The middle sail was caught flame. Oh, and that, then that, was also, that was also Nim, I believe. <laughs> yeah, okay. We could yeah. definitely know two out of three. Aerolyn yeah. took care of the third and final sail. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Nim had a real vendetta for sailing uh, last session. Yeah. I mean, it was boat season. Motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's the boat is just on fire. The ship, pardon me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the ship is on fire. Uh, Kyron and uh, Dasher were down below deck taking care of the cannons. Mm -hmm. And every living orc down there. And yes. Slaughter <laughs> everyone in their path. All right. All right. P orcs on the on the bottom deck. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Uh, they lived a good life. Red. Red. Say though. <laughs> Go ahead, Bisa. Then created the, the major illusion of the sea monster to scare the orcs off. Erlin kind of died, didn't almost not. Came close a few times, I think. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, crashed the boat into the shoreline uh, and right. then was stabbed unconscious. Productive, a productive day for <laughs> Erlin. <laughs> What can I say? Uh, was revived multiple times. Was kept alive, really. Uh, has pristine thing for, for being still alive at this point. Yo, Jalop lost a finger. Jalop yeah. lost a finger. That's huge. Oh, that's right. That is a big deal. The monk now has disadvantage on attacks with his left hand. Yeah, I'm glad we got it to be his left hand, at least. Unless he's left-handed. Yeah. <laughs> In which case, we fucked up. I think someone rolled for that, it right? Matter. It kind of doesn't matter for monks. They're kind of ambidextrous. Yeah. yeah, it matters more for his cooking, I think. Yeah, and his game. And his game with the with the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Can we like? He just became proficient in seduction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we all sort of then got off the ship and convened on the dock. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just sat on the top of the bay and watched the ship burn away. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's where we left off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, before that, just for like a quick thing, if I'm not cutting out too bad, I'll say that we um, we went with some of the druids or one of the druid guides to try and make contact with the centaurs. We had a, a weird interaction with the horses at a cabin in the woods, found out that there was like a frost salamander or something out there kind of decided to just like leave that be and then went on our merry way until we encountered the orc encampment and that shit went wild jesus writer god damn 
Um, so now the next step is deciding how or when to go back and uh, prepping for the uh, the battle that we've been talking about and almost missed because we all died. Do um so are the centaurs now going to was the, I wasn't here when you all interacted with them. Are they now on our side or? I don't think y'all have actually talked to them after the fight yet. Okay. We probably need to do that. But before we do that, should we like look for Jalop's finger? We'll throw it on ice. Get it on some ice. See if we can get that bad boy put back on. I don't know. I think this would be a good lesson for him. Maybe it would be hum a humbling a experience. Good, I don't. I'm not. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure that. Um, we want him that defeated, right? I don't know if the best way to knock a, a man like Jalop down is to remove one of his fingers. <laughs> like, I mean, I guess it depends on the finger. I feel like we should. If it's like a pinky. Yeah, but I feel like in the interest of maintaining camaraderie, we should probably try to help him, you know, if possible. It's also definitely not a pinky. It is the left index finger. We do rely on him more than we admit. But does he need that left index finger? I'm all right. Dasher. It is war. Dasher is looking for the finger. <laughs> okay. okay, give me an investigation check. Hold on, I, I roll twenty. I gotta get. Are it. you Are you on the ship still? No, I I moved to the dock. Uh, yeah, because I pulled the battle. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Just... Okay. Yeah. Give me a. Okay. Give me can, an investigation. Can, Two seconds. Can here. my Can my familiar assist Dasher sniffing yep. for it? All right, I don't really care what's new. I got the what's new pop up. You guys seen that yet? You will. No. Okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's it's nothing. It's just I'm it's not remember. a lot. Yeah. Investigation with advantage. Is that what we're doing? Mm -hmm. Go for yeah. it. Wow! And the chat scrolled all the way up. Twenty three with advantage. Okay, yeah, you you can see uh, his finger. It's uh, it's definitely started to turn just a little bit in color. It, you know, it's some blood loss and stuff, and oxygen kind of reaching the blood, so it's turned a little bit. But uh, you're able to find it. Hey, not it's not think, too mangled. Hey, I think Mishka goes up and like grabs it in her no, mouth and like walks up the dasher and drops it in front of you and like kind of rubs on your leg. Like I found you a thing. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, kitty cat. Guys, guys, I found it. I'm going to hold it up, but tucked between two of my fingers so it looks like I'm holding up my middle finger. Aaron just kind of recoils and it's like, oh, Dasher, come on. Jalop, Jalop, I got it. You're going to be okay, buddy. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I, I'll be okay. Yeah, you got this. As he's still like he looks, you know, a little pale. He's he's still hurting pretty bad. Still just kind of leaning against some of the rubble, and you know, kind of has wrapped up his hand. Probably Ristine has came over and tried to, you know, heal as much as she can to him, but he he still looks rough. Yeah, I think uh, J D uh Jalop needs some some first aid over here. Those orcs were pretty smart. Go for the leader. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, I'm glad that y'all were able to carry on without your resilient leader by your side. Yeah, we managed. Good job. Somehow, you know, you were with us in spirit. 
Yeah, you taught us well. Yeah. yeah. Does anyone have any glue? What happens when you declare maritime law? Glue, scotch, scotch tape. <laughs> glue. Maybe a sewing needle. I've got some thorny vines. I don't know if that would count. Mm. I don't know. You're more of a doctor than I am. No, I mean, not in terms of reattaching fingers, but, okay. well. Uh, well, here, and I'm just going to put it in Jalop's hand. Oh, well, here's uh, here's the question. If I have a mending cantrip, would this count? No. no. Mending is meant for objects. Gotcha. Well, his, I mean, his fists are lethal weapons, right? So that's, you know. <laughs> You could, with allomancy, potentially make like a suturing needle. I could. That's very, very true. Um, Jalop, how bad do you want this? Because it will hurt. Oh, well, I'm already in a lot of pain, so I don't know what a little more pain would do. So go for it. Awesome. Okay, cool. Um, and so Karen. I uh, see. Hey, hey uh, uh. Akron, give me your flask. Zachron kind of pulls out a decently large flask, goes over. Jalop just like chugs it. As uh, Akron kind of goes over, what happened to your job? I finished it. I need more. <laughs> uh, let me double check something. Hold on one second. If I, well, oh, no, it's only to repair myself. Okay, never mind. Well, in that case, uh, so Karen is going to uh, burn iron and pull a portion of a metal piece off the ship towards her. It's just big enough to be a needle. And then um, is going to take a little bit of thread off of her skirt, kind of rip it a little bit, and she's going to kind of shake it and be like, ah, you know, I really like this outfit, but it is what it is. Uh, threads the needle and proceeds to attempt to sew him up. Give me a medicine check. As you, <laughs> no, as it's you a nine. As you pulled the thread off of your, your dress, like, you, I, hate to, I hate to ruin this outfit. Erlen just kind of like looks around where you have a deep scratch from from uh, an attack that you took during the battle. <laughs> Shakes his head. I mean, it may be ruined a little bit, but it's really not that bad. It's fine. It's we'll we'll be fine. We'll buy new things. Um, but I did get a nine, so I don't know that this is gonna work. Yeah, you start to sew it up, and he's like. And just like wincing in pain and eventually just kind of pushes you away. I, I, I'm not sure that's working. Well, no, if you just give me a couple more seconds, then maybe I could make it better. I, 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 I yeah, I, I don't know if I need this finger. I mean, yeah, you know, maybe it makes it more of a fair fight when I'm fighting someone now, you know, 
Well, it you know, before it just wasn't too fair. You know, I was too strong, so this this might even the playing field a little bit. Well, it does make you very rugged. I'm sure. Love it. Plus, you know, it's a good story. Yeah. Plus, you know, as soon as I get back to Ulstrich, you know, Sweet Sapphire's going to freak all out. And, you know, you know, there's one thing coming back from battle with, you know, bruises and stuff. But, you know, other thing of, you know, all the compassion and sympathy I'll get from losing a finger, you know, I'll score some extra brownie points. There you go. That's the spirit. So, uh, no cannons, it looks like. Kind of unfortunate. I think that ship has sailed. Well, well at least we tried. And she kind of uh, punches Dasher in the shoulder. You did good, kind of. Sort of. We tried. Did we actually, uh, I guess, have, does anyone talk to the centaurs? We should probably do that. And I'm not sure we should it, it should be me because I was kind of sleeping through that meeting. Uh, Erolyn is still like moving slow, looking pretty rough. Oh, yeah. I had a little flavor thing if, if you'll give me that, everybody. Um, Go for it. I think after the explosion under the deck and how just beaten up I got from that and then getting out of the ship and swimming back. I think most of those tattered bandages that I had wrapped my previously burned flesh in had either burned off or mostly come loose and fallen off um, during the swim. So I think if anybody notices, this is the first time many of you might have seen that where the tattoos on Dasher's forearms used to be that said Dancer and Prancer have been burned off in the previous explosion, but he had carved the words back into his forearms with his daggers when we got back to that, <laughs> when we got back to that, uh, the house we were staying in after that party that went bad. That's metal as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> or no, I guess that was after the explosion yeah, when I got that's back. metal as fuck. So... And that's something I came up with well back. I, I came up with that back then. So it's been this long that it, it's taken for that <laughs> to be revealed. So, like a year payoff. Yeah. This is the first time I, uh, any of you have seen Dasher sort of without his bandages. And he's also covered in orc blood still somehow. Anyway, that's all. That's gnarly. That's pretty sweet. Uh, I can. So I guess uh, let's. I'll I'll talk to the centaurs. That's fine. 
Uh, but I will say I was not yeah, here when this was initiated. I can, what is... I, can, I can talk to them as well. Maybe the three of you should go. I'm gonna, I gotta catch my breath a little still. I was not here when we... Are we just asking them for help in terms of the war? Yes, I mean, we. they had asked us yeah. to clean orc encampment as a um, a show of good faith. So, if any of them have survived, I think Simeon is with them, then we should talk to them and see if this was enough. Okay, great. Yeah, um, you, you, you kind of see the centaurs kind of looting uh, the camps and stuff, and you actually see some kind of uh, grabbing some ropes and tying it to the boat to try to um, keep it from sinking as much as possible so that they can kind of loot it as well. Um, but you see uh, the leader of the centaurs, forget the name that I gave them. Whatever, whatever the leader's name is, we'll say Ted. Um, you, you see them kind of standing, kind of looking over the wounded, and uh, you see some kind of like centaur shamans, it seems like, that kind of have some totems that uh, they've set up next to dead and wounded, and you see them kind of healing or um, kind of doing some kind of ceremonial um thing uh for those who have fallen yeah uh nightwind nightwind no listen to the leader um cool so we're gonna, karen's gonna walk up and curtsy before who she assumes to be the leader uh and say nightwind i presume uh, yes, child. I thank you for your efforts in this battle. I'm not sure that we would have uh, been successful without you. It was our pleasure. Hopefully this has been an adequate sign of good faith. Yeah, it I hope none of your kind has fallen. Oh! We have lost... Go ahead. We, we have lost some, but our numbers still stay strong. You were a bit of a distraction from most of your cannons. We, we Ren did our looks best. Over, Ren looks over to Aralyn with the dented shield and like <laughs> bruises and shit. Only a couple flesh wounds on our side. That's very good. As Jalop waves at the centaur man with four fingers. <laughs> As a show of good faith, would it be possible for your forces to gather some of the cannons off of the deck before the ship sinks and bring them to all with you? We will try as much as we can. Uh, we would maybe need assistance. Uh, none of us are much at swimmers. We we stay on the land and never go into the water. You don't mind helping a little bit. We we can probably gather some up. We can help as best we can. We can help them well. off 
We will help I, you get them off the ship as long as you will help us transport them to Allstarch. Absolutely. You will help um, I have a question, Mark, because I, I wanted to do this last time, but I couldn't figure it out, and so I kind of pivoted. But um, Pencer's floating disc, does that work over water? Because uh, it so. says very specifically that it doesn't work like if it goes over a pit that's like open, like it needs to, it only hovers a certain amount over the the ground. Um, but I don't know if I don't know in your mind if water would count as something where it could have a kind of force like the you know like a like a hoverboard or something like that. It would have enough surface tension for it to stay there. Um, I put it in the chat if you want to look at it because I could definitely do that and also use like levitate on somebody holding a cannon or on the cannon itself maybe and. Um use that as like a um a way to help transport it just i just looked up uh sage device on it and it says uh it does not work for cobra water so only works over solid uh ground do you think any of these cannons uh weigh over 500 pounds didn't we didn't we kind of crash the boat yeah. into the shoreline though yeah but i mean it's still you know like it's a pretty big ship and it didn't like it's still keeling over into the water some and it's still you know just the from the bank of the um you know land going into the water it's still sliding into the water a little bit but they've tried to secure it with some ropes and stuff so it's you know maybe like the back um or you know like the side of it is submerged uh so like one set of cannons are sticking up in the air and those are accessible but the other side cannons are underwater. And, you know, like the, some of the cannonballs and stuff on board, you know, are half submerged. How long does it look like we have before the, the thing um, is gone? Um, I mean, I think that they, I would say that the centaurs have secured it well enough that it's not sinking anymore, but they don't necessarily have the power to pull it out of the water anymore. They, so it can maintain in the current position for, you know, quite some time, maybe, you know, uh, it is kind of uh, lower tide right now, uh, you can tell. Um, yeah. So, you know, high tide probably comes, you know, in a couple hours. Um, I guess I don't know if I don't know if the spell works like this, but I guess Ren's thought would be to work together with Nim and try to use the levitate spell to like move the can like you know maybe move two or three of the off before the sh you know before our time ends since each each spell could technically take up to five hundred pounds. Um, and we probably yeah, I'll, have I'll, levels between us. We could kind of tag team it if that was something that you yeah. were interested in entertaining. You can also alamance it. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I think between the three of you, uh, I would call these probably medium-sized cannons. Um, so they're 800 pounds each. So yeah, I think between you and Nim and Karen, you're able to um, get them all out. Uh, go ahead and... 
roll a what do I want to have you roll? Um probably some Arcana? dice. Probably some dice, right? Yeah, probably some dice. Nah, I, I'm not gonna have you roll. I, I, I think you know, maybe after about an hour, hour and a half that you're able to grab all the cannons that you want. Fuck me, I guess. Not gonna roll some dice. <laughs> and and that and that gives no the uh, centaurs enough time to kind of uh, grab some more cargo too, and kind of start loading up the caravans and stuff. Anyone want to do anything while the all the cannon gathering is happening, or y'all want to kind of move on to get out of this orc town? Dash it! I feel like. Uh... There must be some plunder for you in the the tents. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take a look, and then I'm gonna grab the floating bloody end and use it to pull myself to my feet. Um, and then I'll rest it on my shoulder. Again, we're going for a lot of flavor tonight, and I'm gonna go go start. I'll, I guess I'll just start with: is this a is this a tent or is it over there where the big centaur man is uh sorry i'm not enough oh, I'm, uh, I'm gonna go into the nearest orc structure and start looking for stuff okay yeah just give me an investigation roll okay oh there's a raise morale hey there's ethan what's up oh, ethan? hi yeah sorry i'm late no you're good a Unac small emergency unacceptable <laughs> Well, okay, I guess I'll just leave. Get out of here. Get out of no, here. you're here now. Okay, it's fine. Well. No, Matt 20 on that investigation check. No. Yeah. You're you're kind of going around, you know, like it, the centaurs are grabbing the big stuff. They're not really looking too deep. Um, but you are able to find I I may be in desperate uh, need of some new armor, not to nudge you in a certain direction. Uh, one sec, let me pull up the loot thing. Dasher walks out with just an arm full of more magical weapons. It's <laughs> <laughs> like 30 fucking, it's just a pile, like a cartoon pile of swords. <laughs> Guys, they're all talking to me. <laughs> you get another sentient sword. Yeah. <laughs> Like he's gonna have a whole harem of weapons. They're all saying different things I should do. Look, I oh, know no. I said that, but you're all my favorite weapon. <laughs> you get that to all the swords, don't you? You all get red lobster. <laughs> Man, I could go for some Cheddar Bay biscuits right now. Oh fuck! That sounds amazing. Driving back, mm. driving back from Charleston, there was a, a Red Lobster billboard that just had a picture of a Cheddar Bay biscuit on it, or like three of them. It said, <laughs> "It said enough said," and then there was like the exit. It was on. When you know you're that good, <laughs> you burned it. Yeah, no, they know their audience. They're called they're called Red Lobster, and they're like, no one comes here for the seafood. <laughs> there is that. Uh, all right, Dasher, you find a uh, chest um, that hasn't been ransacked, um, and in it you see a, um, find a, like, jeweled oh, yeah. bottle of rum. Oh. Ooh. 
That's fucking awesome. Um, you find a really intricate uh, tricorn hatch. Oh, Dasher's putting it on immediately. You find a jeweled uh, spyglass. Dude, Dasher, you just like you just got like you just got your ride pimped. Yeah. Like. <laughs> oh my god. All right, try corner hat. All right, uh, spyglass. Wait, did we just finish combat or just pull up salvage? Yeah. So uh, uh, this is. Sorry, go. The end of last session, we had finished combat and the boat was sinking. We all got onto the dock and we've been like watching it slowly sinking. The uh, centaurs kind of like threw uh, hooks and different like ropes and stuff and, and started to tie it off so that it couldn't totally just sink into the water and disappear. And we've been lifting the cannons off and now Dasher is looting the surrounding tents. Okay. And you were fighting orcs? Yeah. I missed the one combat where we're not fighting fucking zombies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Surprise>. Everyone about <laughs> died. Fuck you, Mark. <laughs> I didn't. I... No, you're good. <laughs> I can finally charm something. Oh, Ethan's not here today. <laughs> I feel like Dasher just got the like armor set for the pirate that he always wanted to be. Like you were just like we're all looking for that DLC for the pirate armor, and like Dasher just found. It. <laughs> I'm absolutely gonna walk out of this place with these boots on, and this hat, and this hat on. I'm I'm taking whatever time it needs to 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 dress, and. Like walking out, looking through the spyglass at everybody. Um, because like, Ethan, are you going to like check any of these things for magic or anything? I mean, I I would definitely do identify in the long term, but right now, uh, if you know, if Dasher asks, then I would couldn't cast can uh, detect magic but um, i I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and I'm link say, everything i don't know yeah. why i didn't do that yeah when you hey when you guys can tell me what this stuff is you know i'm already wearing it but uh oh holy shit you have to attune to things though yeah and you only have so many attunement slots so okay we're gonna have to have a conversation about that Aren't you attuned out the ass? I believe I am attuned in terms of magical items. Yeah. The bloody end and the storm ruler. And um, I, I got that the give and take thing, but I haven't ever done anything with it to the point where I forgot I even had it. Give and take. Yeah, I think you were probably unattuned to that. So Yeah. And then um, yeah, I forget how, how much attunement uh, you have. All right, well, what is the those are those two weapons? Yeah, I got it somewhere. You can have you can be attuned to three things at once. Okay. I wonder are the shadow, it might be uh, are that, the sorry, go ahead, Barry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say it might be good to give that give and take if nobody else wants it to like Akron or something and or, or Rifteen or something and see. 
Yeah, I think I'll do that. Um, are the shatter daggers, did those require attunement? Yes. Okay. So I'm at three. I believe then. so. Yeah, I have to make some hard choices here. Yeah. So, but you can already do bonus action to dash or disengage, right? Yeah, I can do that. So I'll, I will give those boots. Maybe plus I'll... five is not a bad idea for you, but. Um... Well, yeah, I think I have. Do I already have something, though? Aaron, how, how many things are you attuned to? Just divine heart or? Uh, it, I think it's two because I have um, I'm attuned to the my shield as well, Vineheart and my shield. Ah. Okay. All right, we could figure this out. Yeah, I am. I am up for given. All right. Look, the hat looks good on me. Um, <laughs> I lost. I have disadvantage on charisma because of my horrible burns that I had did nothing about because the healthcare system and indole is fucked um so i so that feels like a that kind of feels like a wash anyway the hat well and it's only for pirates and sailors it's not for everybody okay again you do pirates and sailors yeah interesting can i wear it without attuning to it and just for style yeah yeah oh, yeah 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 all right i'm gonna do that you just And then if yeah, if anyone wants these boots. I'm more of a barefoot runner anyway. <laughs> yeah, I can't Ren can't use any of them attuned to too many things. So anybody that is interested should to divide it up as useful. I think some of our NPC friends could use yeah. some stuff that we otherwise yeah. what about should just Erlyn, are, are you interested in these? Do you have anything that helps you disengage? Because you get up close and personal. I, I feel like you've had a lot of attacks of opportunity put upon you. Yeah, I feel like the boots would be great for Erlyn. Yeah. The uh, bonus action to dash or disengage? Hell yeah. That, yeah. yeah. I've, got, I've, got, I've got the top threat. And, and I'm like... Oh. I think the the initiative role. Yeah, I'll take those boots. The initiative role thing makes sense because you end up being in front of the line a lot. So, uh-huh. unless you go first, get there, and start doing immediate damage like last time. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Or taking immediate damage like last time. Really <laughs> I believe it was massive immediate damage. Right. Yes. <laughs> you know that band was about that battle. Yeah, I think for flavor, uh, Erilyn's boots and the plate that were uh, surrounding it just got absolutely demolished by cannon fire. Yeah. Oh man, you got hit in the like uh, the instep or what was it? The fucking top of the foot. Damn. Chin. Chin. <laughs> okay, so there, there we go. Who wants the spy- right, yeah, I'm putting- I feel like that spyglass is like very Chiron or Simeon, but I don't know that you have 
room for attunement to it. I, I can attune to not much else, I don't think. Um, I think three attunement slots? Yeah. Yeah, agree. Yeah, then I believe I'm full up. Uh, my what kind of, which I will say in the second part of the campaign, I'm totally open to increasing that okay. number. Yeah, I was like, what kind of deal with the devil do we have to make to another squad? Do I have to, like, what? reach Sarah's dude? Hey. You have to survive the battle. Can, and these, right. if these if these items have been sorry new newbie question if these items have been attuned to someone can they then be given and have their attunement change yeah. to somebody else? Yeah, it just takes like technically what it's like. It's either a short three or hours or something. Yeah, it's well, more than a short rest. I know that. What if okay. since we often leave our um you know our crew on the ship and they do a lot of the sailing. It makes sense to leave it with one of them. The spyglass? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, I mean I guess attuning only takes an hour. Like <laughs> like may, maybe um Restine could have it. Yeah, that's what I was I thinking. Like because uh Jeff would never stop talking about it, but we already gave him a magical pan. Oh. Like right. uh give it to, to Wait, uh, I might have an attunement slot. Huh. So I thought my head, my helm took one, but it doesn't. Uh, hang on. Does this? Ah, that does. Um. Okay. We. I think we can figure some of this stuff out in flow. Um. Later. Should we continue moving towards? Um. Ulstrich, or um, we, I mean, we kind of confirmed that the uh, centaurs are more or less with us. They're going to help us transport the cans back, and um, we got to go, right? That's my understanding. Yes. We should probably move, move the haste. Yeah. Let's boogie. Guys, I also found this map. We'll look at it later. And uh, yeah, definitely make note of that location because I will not remember. Okay. Can we like pin that one? <laughs> Wait, is it on the roll twenty map? Yeah. Where do we know? Have we ever heard that, that before? Does that rec- or does that require a history or something check or? Sorry, uh, yeah, if you want to do a history check about uh, Kuwabas. I really thought for a second you were going to establish the location that was in Outpost Zeta in this world. And I was just like, god damn. Oh, damn, that would be really fucking cool, though. <laughs> uh, just... okay. That's a tw- 22 for Ren. Oh shit, I'm in the GM layer. Backing up. Kwabas. I've heard of Kubara, but not Kwabas. What is this? <laughs> what about Capybaras? I've heard of Capybaras being uh, molested by pelicans, but not this. What? <laughs> what 
fucky one? There's an amazing video out there. Pelican trying to like chomp on a capybara and it's just not interested. Like it's just like whatever. Do oh it. Oh my god. It's amazing. <laughs> it's kind of like taking its whole bill and like being like and just kinda of, like and the capybara is just like looking around really nonchalantly. It's amazing. <laughs> you right. cannot swallow me. <laughs> you cannot. I'm sorry. Your funeral man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do it. Find out. Fuck around. Let's see what yeah. happens. That, that is a, um, that's a capybara that's very confident in its ability to win the fight. And then, sorry, Mark, I, I am going to give up the uh, give and take to whoever. Okay. So, do we do we want to give that to um our, our what is cat boy? What is Rustine fights with a rapier? Um, Akron fights with daggers. I don't know. Like, yeah, this is I, these are chainmail scimitars, I believe. I feel like that's a very Akron thing. That could be dope if he's into it. Yeah. I mean, I am into it, but I'm also uh, a slave to the bloody end. So <laughs> I'm a slave to the bloody end until the bloody end. Hey. Uh, all right. Who uh, who had the high 22 history check? Right. Um, if you are on the roll 20 map. Yep. Uh, scroll up above uh, the continent of Udar, yep. right above Listre. Yep. Um, is it the little island? No. It is number 78 on the map. You should see it now. Right below the wrinkled sea. <laughs> yes. This is Quabus. Um So it's a... Um, Kind of some volcanic islands uh, that um, are kind of, it's a dormant volcano, so it's um, quite frozen over and um, isn't really inhabited uh, by any civilizations or anything that anyone knows about. Uh, but there one when it was an active volcano, there was uh, active civilization there. Um, back in kind of the same time period as like Lystra and stuff. Um, and uh, so you know that there are relics and stuff there and um, especially treasure hunters will um, often go up that way, but uh, to try to find treasure and stuff, uh, but it is very, very hard uh, adventuring. Like, would you say that's like, uh, like, what's the what's the level difficulty? Like, are we getting like red skulls when we look at it on the map right now, or? Um... Uh, so on the map, it basically is charting off entrances to um, what seems there's some notes on the map, and there's kind of you know X's and circles on the map of uh, locations to go underground, mm. uh, where there's tunnels and stuff underneath. Um, the islands, some many of which uh, seem to be underwater or kind of uh, chalked into glaciers, but there are, it, it seems like they have found some sort of path uh, through it. Dasher, if we make it through all of this and you want to go pirating, I think we have to go to Quabas. Okay. 
Uh, sounds fun. It's wild up there from what I've heard. Oh, there's yeah. just, there's relic, there's underground caverns, what? there's flooded temples. Are flooded temples. You're checking yeah. all my boxes, baby. We could like all of the tombs. Do you know what I mean? We could be, you're saying that we could be tomb raiders. Yes, I think so. Okay, I'm I'm in. That was my other, uh, you know, the the guidance counselor at school said, gave me two career paths. <laughs> One of them was Tomb Raider. <laughs> the other one was um, a pirate. So I'm in. Garbage man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. my options were Tomb Raider or HR. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm honestly getting tired of human resources. So <laughs> I'm all out of gum. <laughs> um dope. Okay, I made a bunch of notes about that, yeah, so I'll right. remember it. And I have cool. the name highlighted in a document that I'm trying to keep updated now. <laughs> all right. What else do y'all have to do before you roll out of town? I mean, I think, generally, I think generally check in with Rustine and Akron, especially, but also Jalop, and just thank them for. I don't know that I have specific language for it at the moment, but thank them for their, you know, for sticking with us and for going through that because they really were clutch in that. And like, you know, we don't get, we don't usually we send them off, but to actually fight alongside them was like kind of. Um. It was a good reminder how how valuable they've been on our journey and how much we we really rely on them. So just like trying to further yeah. connect in that way. And then um, also, I'm going to give them each 100 gold. From the, the 300 that I found, I'm going to split between them. Because they are technically still hired help, aren't they? Yeah, technically. Yeah. So we've been yeah. paid in years. <laughs> it's only been months. The whole camp has only been months. <laughs> Granted, like a hundred gold is quite literally than they would probably make in a year. Right. Yeah. And their old lives. So uh -huh. yeah. hey. I, I, thank you. Uh, you know. I guess I got something from losing a finger. Yeah. Can't put a price on that, but I guess you can now. <laughs> uh, Rustin, uh, Akron, maybe you should each give them like a, like a 10 spot. It's up to, I mean, you guys can work it out. Rustina. And Akron, you know, take the money very gratefully as they are, you know, they're normal, polite selves. And... We did also give, I, we did just give Akron a weapon that I found a while ago and gave Rustina a jeweled eyeglass or spyglass. So, and poor Jalop did lose a finger. <laughs> yeah. We're not really treating, uh, them, you know, we definitely have uh, our favorite children, right? Y'all have access to their character sheets, right? Jalop is the middle child. Yeah, totally. 
Uh, yes, we do. Uh, could y'all just uh, update their um, loot to include the stuff that y'all just gave them? Yeah, I'm on I'm on Ristine's right now, so I'll edit. Okay. Um... Rustin, I... I will attempt <laughs> to give Akron the uh, the weapon, and then Mark will have to fix that later because I'll do it wrong. I mean, as long as it's just like in his like loot inventory spot, that's I've got all the info here. I'm gonna try to put it in. Rustin, I hope. Uh... Hope this inspires a song. Oh no, Liz. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, I might be back on in like an hour, hour and a half. Um, but for now, I gotta run. I'm so sorry, y'all. Yeah. No, no go ahead. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hope everything's all right. Sorry. Okay. Glad that wasn't in voice. For privacy, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I think this is a good reminder, Rustine, that uh, we need to take care of each other in the coming battle. Um, I saw what you did for Erwin, and I just want to say thank you. It's my role in this world, and usually it's to get uh, Akron or Jalap out of trouble, but. Yeah, you're part of my crew now too, so I'll do I it anytime. I wouldn't have it any other way. I feel a lot better having you with us. Thank you. Thank you. She just kind of does a little curtsy. Hmm. All right, y'all ready to book it out of town with your centaur tribe? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Is there any arcing? Oh, sorry. Clover. Go ahead. Erlen has called for Clover, his uh, dire jackalope, to carry him back. <laughs> he's looking pretty rough. He's he's kind of dead on his feet. For stepping in purposes, where have we said the simian has been during this time? You were with the centaurs. Um, on land, rounding up all the orcs that were in the tents and kind of like coordinating a lot of that uh, while okay. the battle was happening. Um, so you were you were with them, working on the orcs that were uh, not on the boat. Do. Let's just take the next hour and hear about what uh, Simeon was doing during the battle. Let's just rewind. Oh dear. <laughs> I hope you prepared something. <laughs> Oh, don't, I mean, I will come up with something, <laughs> whether it's accurate. <laughs> but I have grouped all of the orcs by uh, color and age. Um, and I have each one uh, group has their own specific tent. It's really great. We're like, uh, like, hey, Simeon, where's all the orcs? And he points to like a Rubik's cube he's made. And on each... <laughs> Each of the squares are orcs. Oh my god, that's amazing. He's like, they're in there. <laughs> no worry, they're fine. Like they're just screaming inside. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chuck it into the middle of the zombies. 
I have figured out a way to uh, offset some of our casualties uh, for our forces. I figured I would use theirs. It's just Seems like fine. It's like the Katamari Damacy strategy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there any RPing that y'all would like to do or anything you would like to do on the journey back to Ulstrich or... Could we kind of fast track it a little bit? I think we could fast track. Uh, one small yeah, thing cool. I'd like to do before we okay. leave is if I can, if there is any sail fabric left from the mm -hmm. ship, I want to take it and on the way back be sort of fashioning new bandages out of the ship sail. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Or, or like if they had a flag, I want to shred their flag and use it to like wrap my face. Do the flag. That's a great yeah. idea. That's a fucking. Oh wait. So are you guys on? You guys are on the lake right now. No. Sorry, no, I'm they're, playing catch up. They're over here at number six. Got it. Okay. Hurt. I was confused on location here. Uh, I will just, since Ethan missed last time, I will just kind of describe uh, the journey back a little bit, but we'll we'll kind of fast travel a little bit. Unless anyone like wants to do anything, just speak up and let me know. But um, as you leave the city of Grunstand, uh, which has now been kind of sacked, um, you see the smoke kind of bellowing from the... Um, Oh, and actually, Ethan, if you scroll up just a little bit, you'll see kind of some pictures. In Discord? In Discord. Uh, it's actually quite a ways up, it seems. Uh, okay, I see some centaurs, and what looks like... Is that Shadow of Mordor? Oh. So it would have been on 5-8. Uh, so you yeah. can kind of see that work. Um, and then towards the top of that, you can kind of see the city and the port and stuff. And there's a kind of active volcano that's creating steam and a smoke kind of on the side of the city. And now there's even more smoke from um, kind of the burning of the, uh, the city a bit and the ships, you know, pretty burnt out by now, but still smoldering, and uh, the town's been pretty much completely deserted. Um, as you head your way back through, um, you're not quite in the Marmalade Hills. You're kind of between the uh, Sargami uh, Prairie and the Marmalade Hills, but it's, it's pretty treacherous and cold. Um, there's no trees and stuff to block the wind, as it's just a pretty treacherous battle. Uh, or uh, battle kind of traveling. Uh, with the centaur's help, it makes it much easier as they kind of know good paths through this to kind of take you through valleys and stuff to kind of um, block some of the wind. And um, they're able to get you into the um, Druid woods outside the city of Ulstrich. Um, these woods were set up by um, Humphrey Elvest and his Druids. Um, so there's basically four sections of the forest, uh, each controlled by kind of a arch druid um, that kind 
and control the weather and stuff of that particular area. Um, the first part that you kind of go through is kind of more of an evergreen kind of cold snowy forest. Um, snow covered everywhere, but it's not hard to walk through. It's like the perfect level of snow. Um, and it's cold, but not near as cold. There's there's not like a wind ripping through like you um, had before you entered the forest. Um, as you kind of travel through the forest, y'all walk by the cabin that y'all had uh, set up in um, in your uh, journey here. Make your way through the forest, kind of go through more of the jungle part of the forest where all of a sudden just you almost hit a wall and the temperature just changes almost drastically. Um, as you kind of make your way through down the path. Um, once you get closer to the city, you do see uh, what seems to be some animal handlers kind of on the edge of the forest seem to be gathering uh, some different kind of, you know, lions and stuff. Um, seems like they're kind of gathering. Um, you also like some bison and some um, some creatures that perhaps druids could um, control or some of their um, riders could control to help in the coming battle. Um, as you make your way to the edge of the city, you see that you've been gone for what? It's probably been, I think, three days, four days total. I think it took like a day and a half to get there, day and a half back, probably half a day of the battle. Um, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. So as you come back, the city seems to be a little bit more prepared. You see archers on all the walls. Um, you're instantly kind of greeted by um, a cavalry um, group that kind of stops you and realizes it's you and um, kind of leads you into the gates where um, the city is a very much hustle and bustle preparing for um, the coming battle. Um, as you're walking kind of through the main gates, you do see um, there is some caravans leaving the town. You see, you know, a lot of um, elderly and children and, um, you know, people who have decided not to stay around for the battle have are kind of exiting uh, the city. Um, but you still see there's not a lot, you know, it's um, some have probably left already, but this seems to be a pretty small caravan kind of leaving town. All right, you're back in the city. Kieran Mar, what would you all like to do? I think we need to convene a war council. I kind of the battles a... are. No, go ahead. You kind of need a what? Like a like a seventy-eight hit points amount of rest. I mean, you you would have rested on the way on the journey back. So you'd be at full hit points and stuff like that. Okay. Back to, back I'll, I'll say that it's towards the evening time right now as you get back into the city. Um, so, you know, probably a couple hours um, until maybe like an hour or two hours before it gets dark. Did, um, did the centaurs come with us? Yeah, yeah. I think we should have some sort of like thing where they all ride in because we've got to find them a place to like station or are they going to station uh, outside walls it, it's up to you 
they're they're kind of taking your uh actually i would say they would be they would probably want to set up outside of town they're not used to living in cities and stuff and there's still some animosity against the city that they would probably set up outside of town a camp probably near the um forest there does this feel like a moment where it's about to things are going to pop off on like the next day or like what's the timeline that we're looking at i mean you don't know you just got back to the city okay well then we definitely check with some scouts or somebody to know like what the timeline is is my thought then so my first priority would be going and uh checking in with my network and making sure that we have uh, seeing where everything's at um, essentially i just need a, a sit rep cool who uh who do y'all want to gather and maybe um uh What's our rat friend's name again? Um, Minvoss. Minvoss. Maybe maybe check in with Minvoss and uh, there anybody like maybe start there and see if because that's kind of like HQ at this point, right? Is the Mihan house? Uh, it's kind of the gladiatorial arena. Is the general headquarters? Each of the houses have kind of their own headquarters in their pyramid. They're not necessarily intermingling a lot between each other still. Um, uh -huh. but you know, the rest of the, those who aren't connected to the houses are kind of setting up, uh, near, you know, in the arena and it's kind of a neutral ground, you know, there's representatives from each of the houses kind of in the arena, helping repair people and stuff too. What do y'all think? His name is Minvas. Ugh. Yeah. I've been calling him Ratface this whole time. <laughs> uh, Wasn't there some, didn't some people have some conflicts with some centaurs? Do we need to start there since we're riding into town with a bunch of centaurs and be like, hey, they're here to help? The, the, the centaurs are camping outside of town right now. Okay. They, they, they currently are not comfortable going into yeah. the city yet. Well, no. I feel like it's probably important to talk. I'm sorry, I don't remember which house it was. The ones that were stealing their horses, and be like, "Listen, I think that was the Elvis. That would have been like yeah. the Druids." Uh, I mean, it would have been in general the whole city. Um, probably would have been. Uh, oh God, what's the main house's name? Oh, uh, the fuckface. The like, le the like. Drew Moss, yeah, the Drew Moss house probably would be the biggest ones, but. All, all the houses would probably be responsible okay. to summer guard. Yeah. So, well, if if it's all of them, then yeah, we we got to get together with all of them and be like, look, they're here to help. Don't start any shit. We got enough going on, right? Yeah. So if definitely. they're so if they're if they're headquartered at the gladiator place or whatever, if that's for the meeting place. Then I think that yeah, we need to meet there and start with that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say that um, y'all can kind of send some messengers to the um, the three houses to meet at the meet you at the arena. Kind of um, kind of the planning session is up in the um, kind of luxury box area. 
where y'all watch the games from and stuff. So there's kind of a command post set up there. Okay. Heard. I guess the other important thing is, is Jalop's all good, right? We don't need to, like, get him to a doctor. I mean, yeah, I like, y'all have done as much as okay. you can, but his, yeah, his finger's gone, so. All right. I have to ask. Sorry. Uh, if we throw his dead finger at a zombie, will it become a zombie finger? You don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a worthy experiment. It's a good question. I think we should give, I think we should give, this, I think we should give this a try, honestly. <laughs> um, we had sent, before we left for the um centaurs we had sent some people out to like check on the progress i don't know what i think it was rebel scouts or was it mihan scouts that had gone to look uh i can't remember which but um but yeah you'll 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 get a report uh i'll, I'll say that barrack doula probably would know yeah oh barrack yep Cool. Anything y'all want to do before you convene this uh, war council? Um, did my network have anything to say? If I found some of my urchins. Uh, sorry, I I was paying attention. What what questions were you asking them? I wanted to see what the state of the city was in. Um, what was going on there? And I also need to check in with the alchemist guild and see make sure my order's finished because last time we checked, I believe it was on the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Your your kind of urchins will tell you um, the city's defenses are getting. You know, it's probably about eighty percent of where um, the plan would for it to be. Um, the kind of hard part right now is um, just kind of get getting the other houses who haven't committed. There's you know support still, and they're kind of slowing some stuff down especially the drumoss house um yeah. sirlon crun crun and his house have for the most part abandoned the city um but he has only took those who he deems worthy with him uh so there's uh, quite a few of the lower uh, cask um people in his house have ended up joining kind of the general fight or um have abandoned the city too but uh but most of them you have kept um you know that um house rathiki and uh elvis house have been working together some with the red dragon that uh humphrey elvis has uh to see if they could perhaps use it in the battle but it has not been super successful so far okay. um the shadow house has been in the shadows haven't heard anything from them they uh have no idea what's going on with them um your alchemist order is ready um cool has it been loaded onto the airship the airship's here yeah. right yes the airship is here um i have a i have a simian ren connection that we could talk about for a couple seconds um, Simeon, have you heard from your father and the goblins? 
Um, no, I haven't. Um, did, did we send the message? We, I sent the last message through you. So, if you have the time to reach out again, the energy. But either he's been given the information. He either comes or he does not. I suspect that he will come. Is there any use for us knowing exactly where he will come, or should he just be a wild card? He is always a wild card. Could we keep our fingers on the scale of that wild card, or is that not a part of this arrangement? Sorry, say that again? Could we uh, put our fingers on... (laughs) Could we put our fingers on the scale of this book? Sorry. I'm got sorry. it. No, I got it. It was the first part I missed. <sighs> In theory, we could... The He's last... been promised loot. The last that is we... all he will care about. The last time we reached out to him, we uh, intimated some things in order to entice him into the city. Um... Do we think we should entice him to a particular quarter or a particular uh, avenue, or should the we... front line should do? Okay. If we can, um, he knows that he needs to get there quickly, and he knows that first come is first served. So. I'm hoping that he will move expeditiously, and once he's here, his greed will fuel him to seek out a foremost position. Um, I don't know. We're 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 like maybe we're in like an antechamber, like one of the boxes of the uh, mm-hmm. um, gladiatorial arena right now like where we were when we were watching the proceedings um, before, waiting for everybody to come. I feel like uh-huh. Ren would um, kind of sit down and like spread his book out and like you kind of like see his like eyes roll back and he like reaches out a hand to Simeon. <sighs> Simeon will kneel down and reach out and grasp. What was his looks? Kublix, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kublix. Uh, I'm assuming you're casting sending? Yes. Father, the army grows closer, and the riches you desire along with them. Should you wish... To, uh, sorry, Mark, do we have the 25 word limit or do I just send a message? Yeah, I, think, I feel like we changed I that. Hate, I hate the whole 25 word limit rule. Got it. Um, as long as you're not like sending a you know 30 minute you know monologue to, yeah, you're good. Well, there goes my novel. Um, <laughs> what if we do like old Twitter rules, right? Is that 160 characters? <laughs> I'm and not actually, counting my yeah. letters. <laughs> You can't use uh, someone else's sending unless you have a blue check mark. Right, you are gonna have ah. to, you are gonna have to subscribe to um, Indoor uh. Blue. 
Uh, I'm just going to ask Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah. A, uh, Eldritch, an Eldritch checkmark. Like, <laughs> the space between us. <laughs> Amazing. Farther the army grows closer and the along with them. Should you wish to claim your treasure, I suggest hurrying. You can find them. Uh, the army was coming down the da, 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 east side of Lake Jallop, right? Or Ridge Cook Lake. Lake Jallop? Yeah. God, it's Lake Jallop. He goes big enough. It's Lake Jallop. Um, you'll find them coming down between the sea and Ridgecook Lake. You and your sand ships should be able to make it there in time. If you catch them before the main army of the city does, then you get first pickings. After that, I'm not sure I can keep the army back. The Ulstrich army back. I'm sending my dad on a suicide run. Anyway. He says, Sorry, what was that? No, 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 go ahead. I was I was waiting to hear if he could respond. Well, don't you already send me in? I will be there very soon. I don't know why that accent's coming. That's not a Gooblix accent, but whatever. I will be there, or I will be square. My 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 goblin's not up to par right now. Um, I'll be there. Don't you worry. And when I get there, I'll be. I'll take all the loot. Don't you worry. And I'll make sure that I bring you back with me, son. There's <laughs> parts of the rooms that are yet unexplored, and I could lose you. I am glad to hear that you've had a change of mind about my usefulness. Last I checked, I thought I was only worthy of being put in a hole to die. That's only because you didn't know your place. But you'll know your place, don't worry. Once we meet again, we'll make it very clear. I'm absolutely sure that during the course of these events we will both learn what our places are and i'll leave the connection hey simon your, da- your dad sounds pretty cool say that one more time oh you didn't hear the sarcasm it's it's hard with me sometimes i know it's, it's a <sighs> I have a little congestion. Sometimes I sound. No, you are fine. I'm sorry. I'm on edge. <clears throat> do, do you want me to kill him and for you, or help you kill him? I, I, no, I, he's perfectly capable of getting himself killed. Okay, there's things we can do to help him along. No, he might as well be useful on the way out. But yeah, I meant afterwards. Just for clear, just for clarity and flavor, because um, we've said this before, but when we do that connection, when your father speaks back to you, it comes through Ren. Yes. And he's... 
when his eyes are like rolled back and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Not too long after sending the message, you kind of start to see, uh, as, as you're kind of at the top of the arena, you have a pretty good vantage of the city and you see um, the arms of uh, the Rafiki house and uh, you see Humphrey Elvis on a um, kind of large jeweled and armored elephant uh, with a convoy. And you see Menvas who's just by himself, he has like one guard with him, just, you know, has his big war axe, but you see them kind of approaching the arena. Um, he's, he's, on a small, he's on a small throne that's being carried by like 70 rat, <laughs> regular size rats. You um, actually, it, it, throughout the city, Menvas is the only rat folk you have seen. Uh, in general, you have noticed throughout the city, the more, um, the smaller sized races uh, don't seem to be as prevalent uh, throughout the city. Uh, you don't see a lot of gnomes, you don't see a lot of halflings, don't see a lot of, you know, um, mouse folk or anything like that. Interesting. All right. Get your game faces on, friends. It's time to plan a war. Berkdul is the first to arrive, um, as he kind of um, wearing some, you know, pretty pretty nice armor, and you know, kind of has a uh, steward with him who kind of takes his cloak and uh, sword off his belt before he kind of enters this. Uh, chamber with, you know, what would probably be a map on the table and, you know, bow plans and, you know, kind of think Game of Thrones, the um, Dragonstone kind of table kind of deal. So, so, so nice. welcome. As he kind of approaches. Thank you, indeed. Glad to see you back. Glad to be back. We come bring good tidings. Yes, I see that you have somehow got the uh, uh, the uh, centaurs to return with you. I have to say, I'm quite surprised. It's uh, there's not a lot of uh, goodwill between Ostrich and that of the uh, Sugami tribe. It was hard won, but. Quid pro quo and a little uh, helping hand went a long way. They are with us. Every fighter we can get will be helpful. Truly. As How he goes... kind of... Oh, sorry, go ahead. How goes your preparations in the city? They're going quite well. We're finding we're a little low on some resources. We've had to get get a little creative with some things but um, we repurposed some buildings we've raided some buildings and some of the abandoned pyramids for some resources and supplies and have been able to uh, build the uh, build up the defenses um, i'm still a bit concerned though this uh this city might have 
grand walls, but these walls were never meant to be of defensive to stop the army. They were really more of walls to keep people in than to keep people out. We've done what we can. We filled the moat, made sure that the canal is rerouted for any defensive maneuvers we need to flood parts of the city if we need to slow any advances and retreat into the pyramids. We scouted the tunnels with the help of your rebel friends to create choke points and to create defensive spots where if we need to, we can have a last stand in the tunnels and also have we made sure that there's some escape routes of the city if things get too bad as well. But it's still not sure if it's going to be enough, to be honest. Well, all we can hope. Um, we can also plan and we can win. Do not give up yet. Believe me, I'm not one to give up. Morale in the city is actually quite good. The, uh, the little bit of taste of freedom that the city has seen, though not everyone, but even for those still stuck under their houses, there's there's a bigger goal. There's there's some excitement or positivity around the city, but I'm afraid they haven't seen an army of undead coming at them yet. Most of these soldiers in town are not prepared for anything like this. They're prepared to fight in the arenas for till death and for honor, but it's a whole nother thing when there's no cheers coming for you. There's no rewards necessarily in your grasp that you can see. And all you look at a battlefield is death in front of you. I'm afraid even myself, I'll be a little bit shaken. Could you, um, could you gather the troops for us tomorrow morning? Sorry, gather what troops? The assembled troops. I, I'm asking as like DM, what, what, like, are you talking like the city troops? What, what troops are you talking to about? The well, the people that he's talking about that like aren't like are scared of like what's coming next. I'm wondering if we give them like an inspiring kind of like, here's what fighting. Maybe it would do a lot oh, to connect God, yeah. morale of the city. We can very much gather them. Um, I would say maybe we might be most prudent to do right before the battle to get their spirits up high and roused before, before the battle. I, I, I don't know if we want to get them too excited too far out. Um, as you, you kind of, as he's kind of says this, you see Humphrey uh, kind of come through as you 
see him kind of uh, as a uh, eagle kind of fly through the open air of the arena and kind of very gracefully kind of just like morph into his uh, humanoid form as he mm. kind of walks in just you know regal clothes and stuff he as always uh has you know some squires that kind of heard hurriedly come up after him with you know wine cups and stuff like that as he kind of takes his place at the table well uh see that you uh, brought our uh barbaric centaurs uh into the fight I'm glad that you have not brought them into the city. I'm not sure what savages of their kind would do in a city of ours. But uh, I Hold guess they top. will be a help. They'd probably do a lot less than the zombie army they're here to help us defeat. He just kind of jokes. He laughs to himself. Make a point. So... What is it that you have gathered me for as you also see kind of Minbosk kind of come in and um, you see uh, on the Drake, you see um, oh, uh, Rithiki come in as well. It's time for us to uh, put heads together. The battle is upon Uh, as Barrett kind of stands up, can I, may I update you on the occurrences that have happened since you've been gone? Please. As he, kind of, as he kind of goes to the map, if y'all are on the world map. Uh-huh. Um, about two days ago, the undead army broke their stall. They seem to have started moving. Last I have heard, they are about two days outside of the city. Uh, oh, maybe, actually, I'm going to say, like, starting tomorrow would be two days. So, like, you have a night, so, like, three nights. Um, he says they don't seem to travel during the light. Uh, so that gives us a bit of a time, um, but they're getting close. There's been a uh, a great fog that has came over the lake. Our scouting patrols have seen some movement in the lake of weird aberrations, and we've actually lost one or two ships in scouting. Don't know if they were lost in the fog or attacked, but... We've already lost a few ships. There seems to be a odd chill coming from the waters. And water, yeah, though usually dark, seems to be darker than normal. We have word that there is a uh, the brotherhood has made their way to Cabiana with most of their forces. They're starting to reinforce now and um, uh, members of the Brotherhood's Council have 
made at least a temporary peace between Cabiana and the dwarves of, uh, I forget that dwarven town. Uh, Grimbaron. It seems the dwarves are conquering up in their mountain just in case the army were to come this way. <clears throat> Most of the small villages and stuff in the surrounding areas between us and Cabiana have cleared ways. The only ones who have remained is uh, the goblins uh, in Kizan. They seem to have uh, held up their defenses in Kizan and um, are holding fast. There is word of some of their sand ships coming this way. They also seem to be about two days out from the city. Oh. Do you know much about this? We were not sh quite sure what the goblins would be doing coming this way. They have been incentivized to assist. Well, we are going to have, uh, as uh, Menvas kind of chimes up, well, we're going to have quite a ragtag crew of fighters, centaurs who hate us, goblins who, pirates who hate us, whole bunch of people who we've enslaved for thousands of years, and, you know, the house is coming together as friends as he kind of goes over to uh, um, uh, Humphrey Elvis and kind of gives him a, you know, kind of a nogi kind of thing. And uh, what could go wrong? Who leads the faith? The only faith I have is in my blade. But. If I die, at least it will be one hell of a fight. We shall see what we can forge out of these fires, should we survive this. Ula, who leads the uh, Brotherhood? Uh, it's... Um, sorry, pull up my notes. Uh, it's, uh, it's Zavi Alaramos himself. Him and most of his council are taking quite the lead on this. The, um, sorry, let me pull up all the council member names again. Sorry with them. What do I have all their names? Okay, I don't, I don't know where I have all their names, but, um, yeah, I mean, but yeah, Savi seems to be, um, leading the, um, majority of the brotherhood, uh, as well as some of the council members as commanders. A few have uh, kind of stationed themselves throughout the rest of the ways. Council member has, of course, stayed in Ulstrich to, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the uh, Prasari has stayed in Ulstrich to oversee Ulster or not Ulstrich, uh, PK's defenses. Um, is in PK? Uh, I, I, the, um, Prasari, uh, yeah. council member. Yeah. Um, one has made their way to, um, the dwarves of, um, Grimbrom and is helping them prepare as well. 
One has gone over to the um, elves and Wolfenstroll on the coast and is uh, preparing uh, much of the navy of um, the Brotherhood to um, help any evacuations off the, the continent if it is needed. Uh, they're hoping it is a last um, ditch effort, but they're hoping they can at least evacuate as much of the western coast as possible. Anyone else will move south through Cabiana into uh, PK and uh, down south into the Gulf of Dolbrick. Who is in charge of the uh, Elvish fleet? Uh, that would be, I got it. I thought I had all this written down somewhere, but I don't know where I put it. You can tell um, me. I'm just thought out there, friends, thinking about it. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back in our session. Actually, I think I'll be able to find it real quick. fucking put his name okay i i don't remember their names i wrote it down somewhere but it was like two years ago i have i'm not sure who but it's it's this dude the kind of pirate dude okay interesting oh yeah i, I remember the name yep so we have three now What can we accomplish in three nights? I got this bottle of rum. He could get terribly drunk, yes. Could probably. So, what is the. Um... Sorry, they'll be here in three nights? two days three days we we expect them to be here in uh, three nights like at the walls or within view within view of the city in three nights what can we do to pick them off before they get here as much as possible <clears throat> i intended to see if we could raid the airship, but that Dracolich is a problem. Is there any has, way we can take care of that thing before the great battle? Has the been sighted alongside the forces, the ground forces? Yes, it seems to be flying over the forces at times, but then also flying within the fog that rests above the lake right now. At the mention of the Dracolich and by extension, Ungessa, uh, Erolin has been, uh, had his one hand on his sword and he kind of grips it a little tighter. Uh, and you can hear his, the armor and metal kind of grinding together a little bit as he's 
seems to be a little on edge. Undessa is, uh, he's gloating. He thinks he's all done. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. If we have no other strategy, I mean, there are only so many options available to us, right? We either meet them on the field and we kill them at the walls, or we play it, we draw them in, and bring them close and then spring a trap, right? But they will expect the. So what? What is the? What is the third? City is our greatest weapon. What? Uh, what are the the fields northeast of the city like? What would be in their walking path? Uh, it just it's just kind of grasslands. Has that been prepared? Have we been able to add? Any kind of defenses to that this time? We have not. Uh, we've been focusing on preparing the defenses of the city first, but we we could try uh, to prepare something. What would you have in mind? If I think labor gangs out there would fill the pits. Uh, first, make pits. Fill them with, I don't know, be hard to start a fire that they couldn't see. But I'll just you have, can't just fill it with spikes. If we had some sort of air cover, maybe from the Drakes, and we went out, and we could firebomb the forces as they as they cross cross the field. Well, that was the point of the airship. But again, the Dracolich. Uh, Derek will speak up. Uh, there's also seems to be part of their stop um, near the edge of the mountains. There is they there seem to have gathered more forces. There seems to be some more air support with them now. There seems to be um, what seems to be some odd. Um, Bat riders um, have these odd large bats that seem to be being ridden by undead. Um, there also seems to be some larger creatures. There's some large troll-like creatures now in their ranks. There seems to be some uh, bone spiders as well that have uh, came in um, almost like a cavalry with them. The bone spiders, I understand, but the rest? Should not all living be anathema to them? There's also some larger things that we're not quite sure what they are. We've had our best of minds uh, looking through the libraries to try to find what these things are, but 
I'm afraid we've had no such luck identifying them yet, but there's several very, very large human-like undead creatures that I'm not sure what they are. That's deeply concerning. Master Elvist, could we count on your contingent to provide some additional air support against whatever this is, these riders? I have some air support. I'm afraid that's not quite the beast that we've acquired. Um, we have most of the uh, creatures that we have gathered are more land-based. Rathiki here has most of the aerial creatures, but I'm afraid we don't have many as Rathiki kind of uh, steps up. She said, yes, I'm afraid um, we have several um, groups of Drake riders are working on the dragon as we speak in the pits, but it's a slow process. It's quite unpredictable. Um, there's a few small other creatures that we've been using as scouting units, but many of our flying scouting units have been taken out before they can get too close to the army by either the Draculich or their own air support. We have to solve that problem first. The rest is moot if they can fly right over us. Grounding Undessa is a major priority. The Draculich will be a lot to handle on its own. But we need him grounded. Exactly. We cannot let Odessa into the city. No matter how many ballista we set upon the walls, if they can get above the clouds and come down before we even have a chance to turn them around, the damage they could cause. So. Before they get here, what do we do about that? Now I know how they felt the Game of Thrones going, oh, fuck, she's got a dragon. How do we deal with that? <laughs> right, she had three of them. Yeah. Right. We match air power. So perhaps. For a time, we give them, but we care to use your word and anathema to them. We charge them with storm. I'm only getting like every other word. Yeah. Yeah, I cut out on like Your connection there. seems fine, but. Yeah, I think it might be like your mic input maybe you need and to do turn noise suppression on maybe you need to turn the noise suppression off or just speak in like the simplest words possible 
get rock, throw rock at dragon. Yeah. Let's just throw Dasher at it. Dasher will get it. I have literally been thinking this whole time, like, should I suggest the idea of seeing if we have a cannon big enough to fire me at the Dracolich? But... I don't think Honestly, I don't like the Dracolich's chances against you. So. Not, I don't know if you guys would take that idea seriously. I would like to say that my idea was something better than just jumping out of the airship at him, but, you know. How many... Uh, turns to the druid. How many of your shape changers would be able to assist us? It's I've not heard... many. Most of them, again, are and are more adept at land creatures than flying. Of course. Interesting. One would think if one had the ability, one's first thought would be to grow wings. Hmm. Can you all? In and out. I heard the first two words. Yeah, your video is fine, so it's definitely something mic setting wise. Oh no, the video is out now. I don't think you just turned it off. Yeah. Sorry, let me try that again. Oh, no, the video's out now. Fair enough. Okay. <clears throat> My sarcasm detection tonight is not good. <laughs> I think I'm uh, equally part of the problem, so no worries. Or perhaps <laughs> more part of the problem. Um, all right, serious conversation. I, I've been... Uh, like, what if we just started a big fire in front of the army? That's actually really not a bad idea. I mean, fire seemed pretty effective when we were in the city. Mm -hmm. um, would we be able to, like, so one of my ideas was like essentially dig pits, send crews out to dig pits uh, out in front of the city and then fill them with like tar or something and run lines of basically debt cord back so that when the uh, army is over them, we light them and then the pits kind of just fall in and everything's on fire because long form burn is better than explosion in this case. Yeah, that's that's pretty great. Pits, the, it, flaming pits. All right, have you have you seen the movie Blazing Saddles? What if we oh, go? What if we build a toll booth? <laughs> we can't pass. <laughs> got any change? And they got to turn around. They got to march back. Get a whole bunch of dimes and quarters. <laughs> Perfect. Flawless plan. 
Are, are you going to hold yourself hostage? Put a, you must be this tall to enter this city sign. There we go. That'll get him. <laughs> In all of our scouting, the most important question I should ask is have we found or seen any of the focal points of the army? An undead host tends to not move of its own accord. Somewhere there is a mind. And Undessa can't be controlling all of them, surely. A brain bug? We're not we're not quite sure. They they seem to be at least quite a few of them seem to be rather sentient. Um, they don't seem to be as mine was um, quite coordinated. I'm not sure if it's Undessa or one of these or several of these large creatures that we have not been able to identify yet, but um, by I, I would, it seems at least a large host of them seem to be working under their own um, will. Simeon just takes a step back and kind of collapses in the nearest chair. The arcane energies required to grant autonomy to that size of a host. How? Short of, well, I guess we are fighting God, aren't we? Undessa does have two sky shards at his disposal. I suppose. Still, even then, seen what it takes just to raise one with any semblance of intelligence but to raise an army they've had thousands of years to plan I'm afraid we've had weeks Very well. Um, I will transmit the the work order request about the pits thing. Would that be possible? We will see what we can do. Um, not sure if we can fully get it done, but we can get as much as we can. We'll we'll start on at the walls and work our way out so that um, at least the line of tar can connect and we can light it from um, afar but we'll we'll build uh, dig as many pits as we can and round up as much tar as we can understood and since the uh the do, 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 shadow house won't be joining us um what is the state of all of our arcane cast we don't have much, unfortunately. But as Rithiki kind of speaks up, I'm afraid only the Shadow House and Edgar were very much into the arcane arts. Our dear friend Mendvas here has a handful. And the druids of 
eldest have you know, some more druid, druid, druidic um, spellcasters, but we have a very small amount of arcane casters. Not we, enough to cover a city. We've always been very protective of the arcane arts in this city, as those with power of the arcane arts can be a bit of a nuisance within the caste system of the pyramid. We've always been, we've always kept a tight lid on arcane arts in this city. Hmm. Well, without them, without a host of archers, In that case, we'd end up firing on ourselves. Simeon's just in the corner, just kind of eyes flicking back and forth, just going through a thousand plans. Damn it. I'm not a military tactician. All right. Well, uh, well, we are waiting. Um, if y'all want to look at the, uh, um, you'll actually I'll just repost it. The uh, ship roll um, post I made earlier. The PDF. Yeah, the yeah. PDF. Yeah. Y'all want to look through that um, and kind of decide what role you would like. Uh, I'll just kind of talk through the roles a little bit. So um, the ship battle is going to be kind of a little bit of a test of these new combat rules that me and Kevin have been working on for the RTS. Uh, so it's probably not going to be perfectly balanced. It's probably going to be um, we might have to kind of fudge some things as we go, but I think, I think we're pretty close on it. Um, so we'll kind of see how this ship out goes, but um, actually let me pull up the thing real quick. Uh, so um, just a reminder um, for the um, ship battle and the RTS, you will have uh, commander roles. You will not have individual actions there will be places for you to do individual actions but for the actual like battle on battle army versus armies ship on ship thing you'll be kind of taking on roles uh so each turn you get five action points you get one action point to move reload skill check um anything else that seems to be like a real quick easy thing will kind of just count as a one ap thing uh we can have a little bit of freedom you know again like anything else like tell me what you want to do and we'll kind of see how we can break it up into actions um in general though you will have about five actions that you can do that we've created for each thing uh so you get two action points uh or you can spend two action points for a roll action uh each uh, commander role has three roll actions some of which are reactions so sometimes you might want to save some action points uh, you can spend three action points for a legendary action, 
you can use uh, legendary actions. Uh, you can use a total of three legendary actions per day. Uh, and each commander role has two legendary actions. Uh, or you can do five action points your whole turn and do a divine action. And this can only be used once per day. Um, we also will have a morale system, which will be kind of on the top corner of the map. It's a scale of one to 100, or sorry, yeah, one to 100. Uh, depending on where you are in that uh, range, you get different global modifiers. So if you're at zero to negative, or zero to 20 morale, you get uh, every, every role you get gets a global minus eight modifier to it. Uh, every role you make 20 to 40, you get a negative four global modifier. 40 to 60, you get a plus one, 60 to 80, a plus four, 80 to 100, plus eight. Um, so, I, and there are, you know, like, so um, some of your commander roles will have, will be morale um, based. So, you know, you, some of your actions, you might be trying to boost morale, uh, but just because your role or your action doesn't have uh, a morale component to it, doesn't mean that like if you blow up a ship in a really cool way that you don't raise morale. It it's kind of more of a RP thing, and it's kind of like whose line is it anyways? The points kind of are made up as we go, but it's more of an indicator of the RP and how uh, thematically and story wise the battle's going. And um, so definitely like you know be creative in your attacks and stuff. And like I will take those things and. Uh, to consideration when I'm like adding and, you know, um, subtracting morale throughout the battle. Um, any questions on just those two? Those are the two main systems. Everything else uh, kind of fits within that. Um, just a reminder, the attack system, how it works, all you do is roll a d20, and then we you'll have a, an attack modifier that will give you based on um, kind of what you're doing. Um, we have that in another list that I'll post here in a second. Um, and then, so let's say you roll a 15 and you get a plus five modifier to it, 20 total. Um, and then you're still trying to beat the AC. So if you're attacking a ship with an AC of 15, instead of rolling damage, we're just making it simpler to where you just subtract um, your damage from the AC. So you would deal five damage to it. And the opposite. So it, let's say you roll a 10 um, total with your modifier and everything, and the ship has an AC of 15. That ship will then deal five points of damage back at you. So it's it's kind of a cool system, I think, of where combat's a little bit more fluid, and it's not just the only way to do damage is by attacking. Uh, and some of these commander roles have like defensive settings where you get perks for you know having a high AC and you deal more damage back you know the higher AC you have and stuff. So does that all kind of make sense? It'll make a lot more sense I think once we actually do a little bit battle, but um, I think we've tried to simplify it so you really only have like five actions that you'll have to think about during combat and literally just one roll to make. Yeah. So as we get the um the action points, obviously we don't we get five per turn. They don't disappear, right? Like we don't use them all. Do we carry them over to the next turn? 
Yeah, because like yeah. there's some that are um, you, you start at five fresh at the start of your turn. So it's not like if you save two, you would get seven your okay. next turn. All right. Uh, but, you know, like some things or some of the actions are reaction based. So like if you want to save two action points to potentially do a reaction, you can. But, you know, you use it or lose it kind of thing. I got you. OK, sorry if you already explained that I was reading. So I was. Oh, no, no, no. You're good. Attentive listener. You're good. Anyone else have any questions on just the general combat system? Cool. All right. Let's just talk about the roles real quick. Well, we I still don't have Barrett, do we? No, I do have one question. Mm -hmm. I, I see stuff here that uses your charisma modifier, but we're not rolling like Dasher who has disadvantage on charisma checks. That wouldn't apply here. If you were in one of those roles, or would that? It like, so it just your normal charisma number, but I'm not going to do the disadvantage from your burns or whatever. So okay. your charisma is a 14. You would get a plus two. Hey, it is a 14. Well, I guess it will. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So operator will be a commander role. Oh, and also just so you know, like there are five different roles. Y'all can have multiple of the same roles. Um, the only thing that you really, we can't really have two of would be captain, I think. Mm -hmm. Everything else I think is pretty all right to have two of. What about Commodore? Yeah, I, I think Commodore's fine, yeah. Okay. So am, down. am I right in seeing that uh, the only modifier that's used from your character is the charisma modifier. Like everything else, like say you're really good at dex or strength, it doesn't actually affect anything here. Uh, correct. Okay. Um, Basically, this is more of a strategic thing and not necessarily an individual character skill yeah. thing. Uh, you still can do like skill checks as a character and stuff like one action point like if you want to do a perception check or something like that like you can right. still do some character things but um yeah you can't like cast spells and stuff like that Gabby. all right so operator i actually still need to come up with a passive for this one but um this is kind of a little bit of a battlefield manipulation role. Um, if y'all all have it open, just kind of skim through it. Does anyone just kind of looking through this, does it seem interesting to you? Like where it says class, add your class modifier, what does that mean? So it kind of depends on the person. For this one, the, you know, the morale one kind of made sense for it to be charisma. Um, but I was going to, you know, if it's Dasher, for example, like, you know, I'd let him use his dexterity for this one or, you know, this role, I think, has a little bit more, since it's a more general in their skills and stuff, I think, yeah, we can be a little, let you kind of choose what stat you want to use for it. Okay. So to answer your question, Ethan, there are some other opportunities. They're just yeah. they're not as well defined. Um, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. Charisma was the easiest one, especially for morale. Officer. Oh, yeah. I know what role I am. 
Yeah, I, I have figured you're locking in morale, Captain. Morale officer. Y'all are going to feel so damn good about this. Like, dear goodness. Is that a challenge? Fucking cheerful. That's just going to bring morale straight through the... He's going he's gonna to fucking drop the anchor right through the deck. How? Why would you do this to me? He's not really. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> being this. Um, well, I, I, I think Dasher is definitely going to want to man some cannons. If we can have multiple roles, Operator seems good for him. That feels similar to what his actual role would have been on ships. Yeah, I, I'm totally cool if, like, halfway through the battle, you know, you're on the cannon for halfway through the battle, and then you're like, fuck, you know, like, these ships are getting low, like, it's time to raid some raid some ships. I'm totally all right yeah. with you, like, within reason switching roles. I don't want you, like, switching roles, like, every round, but, yeah. like, maybe, like, once in combat I'd be cool with. Yeah, he's going to want to get his hand on a cannon at some point, but... But the operator thing does feel like a fit. <clears throat> he don't really fancy himself a captain. He's made that pretty clear. Is there anything else that any other roles are sticking out for anyone? Yeah, I was a. Uh, I I kind of was like an operator as well. Uh, the ref sees seems a lot like Erlen Sentinel, and Erlen okay. is very handy in getting across to. With the ship right when it says heal the ship one d eight plus mod, is that the charisma modifier or the global I, that's modifier? An, that's is that another one. Class that, modifier? That's another one. I'll kind of let you decide. If you're a spellcaster, it'll be whatever your spellcasting sure. skill is. Okay. But yeah, and I, I there's some really unique things in here. Uh, I think my favorite one actually is. Uh, the Commodore, where at the start of each round, you get to pick where in the initiative order you want to be. Oh, that's huge. Yeah, that looks cool. Uh, the operator, the boarding party thing, I think is a cool thing, too, with the percentage-wise. Mm -hmm. I think that might be a fun thing, but... I think the, the Commodore's uh, divine action is really cool. Yeah, and again, I don't know how balanced this is. This is the first time. I'm sure there are some game-breaking things, combos and stuff in here, but um, I'm hoping that, like, I'm throwing, you know, y'all are just kind of mainly looking at your roles and not uh... But I, I definitely think there's some cool combos and stuff that can be brought out through here and I, I think the same thing will happen in the rts is you know i i very want to make it be strategic based and like have you make some cool combos and decisions and strategies so. all right well i don't know what happened to barrett has anyone heard from him no i sent him a message and he didn't respond to it when he first went off but it wasn't a specific message i told him he had to get some 5g I said, yeah, yeah. you got to get that 5G man, which is an inside joke about how he needs to have 5G. Ah. And 
The G stands for goats. Now right? we're all on the inside. Yeah, now we're all on the inside. And when everyone's on the inside, we're all outside. I, I just sent him a real message asking if he can get back on. Cool. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get back to our war council. Um, we'll see if he can pop back on. But yeah, um, I was actually hoping we were going into ship combat tonight, but it's already 1115. So uh, I'll just just by next time decide what role you want to be and we'll probably ship combat will probably happen fairly quickly next session. All right, y'all are back at the war room with the uh, heads of the houses. Um, Barrack Dula, who's kind of overseeing the non houses uh, forces of the city. Um, and y'all have kind of sent out some work orders to dig some pits and stuff. Is there anything else that you would like to discuss with the war council? Uh, yes, we would like to ask if they have a net for bringing down a dragon. They train dragons, so we assume they have some method of recapturing them. Rafiki will look at you and we have ways of capturing drakes. We have to use um, this, uh, some basically modified uh, scorpions, um, ballistas um, with nets attached to them and just kind of send Sever out to do it. Um, I'm afraid a Dracolich is much, much larger than our drakes, though. I'm not sure. The netting alone doesn't work on the dragon that we have, and it's half the size of the Draculich. We were thinking of doing some reinforcement. I mean, we, we can try. I think it's Whatever it's made of needs to be light enough to be shot by uh, a ballista and strong enough to hold a Draculich. Even if we were to get a net around it, I'm not sure what we have to anchor it down, but do you have any ideas? Nim? We've got that part covered. Okay. Do you have any suggestions on ways to reinforce the netting? Uh, <laughs> We've got that covered too. Okay. So uh, it just we'll, needs to be light and cover the dragon. And well, we need we to can, be able to touch it. We can prepare some specialty ballistas. We can do you think four ballistas would be enough to do the job? I hope so. How many do we actually need for this? Because we should ask for twice as many. Yeah. We should ask well, for we should ask for two of everything. Um, we should we should take two shots at this if we can. Is it like they, each? It takes two to fire one net. Uh. 
Or is it, it takes at least two for a Draculich size. It would be at least four. And I will say that like the city, the city's uh, ballistas are limited and it's, there's definitely not enough time okay. probably to build more ballistas. How about I can make a ballista. Uh, okay, but how about there is no way a ballista is worth less than the gold amount. No, that's what I've been yeah. making. I can't make Hold a on. cannon, but I can make a ballista. Let me let me check eBay and see what ballistas are going for. Um, probably want in if we can get a couple nets though, right? We don't want this to be a a one shot deal, just in case. I mean, have you seen the movie Armageddon? I'm gonna make a small ballista. I I would say for a ballista the size you need to capture a dragon, it would cost quite a bit. The ballistas you've been making are relatively small. Yeah, I can make a light ballista. That's it. Yeah. The this is a you know how big is the dragon which... Better question. How much does a Dracolich weigh? Uh, no one in the history of Endol has been able to get a Dracolich on a scale. Well, faster. Uh, one second. Okay, so the same size as a huge size dragon and <coughs> small huge size dragons are 20,000 pounds and can be as big as 80,000 pounds. Oh, come on. I'm, I'm taking this straight from the internet. Yeah, Someone no. has done more thinking into how much a Draculich weighs than I have. The internet never lies. So, Wait, but it's a Draculich, not a dragon. I, heard I mean, the, but Draculich are just undead dragons. Correct, but it has much less mass. I, to some degree, but not really. It's mostly skeleton, right? I, I mean, to some degree, but I mean, like, it's it's still, I would say it's still at least 20,000 pounds. I would say 20,000, Can you say it's 20,000 pounds? Exactly. Bones are the I'm not 2,999. It's you guys as characters would have absolutely no idea how much it weighs. Like, but but what if what if it what if it was? I mean, we have a really have cool plan out. that depends on it being no more than twenty thousand pounds. I mean, your your characters honestly would probably not even know that it weighs at least twenty thousand pounds. So I, I think that's the most I will give you. I don't. I don't want to meta game this a ton. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. 
<clears throat> I didn't hear the whole, you know, I didn't hear the whole plan because I was away. But um, does it, those of you who did, does it sound like something worth, like, we would reasonably attempt anyway? And would we, would it do anything if this thing weighs more than that? Or is this like a back to the drawing board situation? I think it's worth trying. I I will also just remind you that a near god is riding the Draculich as well. That has two sky shards at his disposal. So Yeah. Just reminding you of that too. Okay, how much does a near god weigh? Let me look that up. <laughs> I mean Odessa's, you know, a large size, but you know, humanoid, so I think the answer is smited for even asking. <laughs> what? I mean, Aphrodite would smite you for that for that question for sure. <laughs> Fair. How much do you weigh? Smite. Gosh, she smited many people. Mm. But who didn't in Greek mythology? What You're a bunch wrong. of assholes. Now, in theory, if we fire the net at this thing, it we could we would want to catch it on the ground because it would the net would tangle its wings. In theory, does it fly actually using its wings? It's a dracolich. Or does it fly with magic? I think it's wings. Yeah, it has wings, but yeah, there definitely yeah. is a magical element to it because dracoliches don't necessarily have the greatest of. Um, lift from its wings because it's mainly bones so there is a magical component to it so it is mainly bones anyway um i mean you've seen it i'll, I'll post a picture of it again Oh. Yeah, that thing has like the third of the mass of a normal dragon. You can surmise that. That could still be over 20,000. Shut up, Kevin. <laughs> Damn fractions. I, I, I will tell you right now, I will metagame for you just a little bit. Your problem lies more with Udessa yeah, than the weight of the dragon. Enjoying nerd shit. According to Dr. Van I don't know, there's a lot going on. Right. Okay, a notably trustworthy character. I was going to say, according to Dr. Manhattan, a live body and a dead body contain the same amount of particles. So, does that apply to this Draculich at all? Particles so equal One mass. way to find out. Go out and count it. Life and death are also unquantifiable abstracts. 
right. Any other questions or anything for the war council to discuss? Okay. Should we have these nets made anyway? Is there another application for them in the battle? And I think generally having a net is not a bad idea. Yeah. All right. So just for my notes, how many nets do y'all want? And what size? Enough to cover a Dracolich. We saw this thing up close, right? When it was still, when it was not animated. Yeah. So we have a, we might have a pretty decent way to estimate its size from that. Yeah. I mean, you would know from like, it's from like tip of the, its torso is probably, I don't know, 15 ish feet long. With the tail, it adds probably another. I don't know, 10, 15 feet. Okay. Um, the wings unfurled, you know, only jet out, I don't know, maybe five feet or so, but unfurled, you're adding another, I don't know, probably 25 feet. Okay. I'm not exact on the dimensions of dragons, but it's probably somewhere around that. Well, that's how large we want the nets to be. All right. I'll just say large dragon size net. How many again? Sorry. Is this essentially two. how many shots do we have? Yeah. Yeah, let's do two at least. All right, and then it will require at least four um, ballistas. Yeah. But they will say, uh, Rathiki will say, you know, the, the ballistas, it, it can be like a quick add-on. Um, it's not like these ballistas can only be used for showing the nets. They can still shoot normal projectiles, but yeah. they'll just take a little bit of extra reload time to um, get it to fire the nets. All right, what else do y'all got? Do we get anywhere with the idea of of um, blocking the ground troops with fire? Or are we just doing the pit thing? The pits are going to be filled with fire? Yeah, from what I understand, you're trying to create like a line, almost like a trench of pits and tar that then would be lit on fire. that correct we we did talk about we did talk about that yeah if we can do it i think it's worth doing mm -hmm. anything that could slow their numbers or slow their approach or just take a few of them out i'm gonna move y'all over to i don't think we need the world map anymore so i'm gonna pull you over to the battle map I hope there's nothing on here that I don't want to reveal yet. I don't think there is. It's so dark. Oh, I need to try and find it. It's just it's just Fire Emblem on the Switch. Yeah. <laughs> 
the map will have dynamic bind alternative right now. All right, so draw on the map where you would like. This is your battlefield for the battle. Of course, you know, there's a lot more stuff around the city, but that map would be massive. So this is the main fighting grounds and the main entrance. The rest of the city is pretty well moded up or um, connected to water. So it's this is the most likely path um, into the city. That would be your main battle field. And are they, they primarily just marching straight on? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. To make yeah to make to make a whole citywide map and have all the elements we need to actually do a battle and stuff would have been a fucking nightmare. I tried. It was a fucking nightmare. So. Okay, we're gonna put the toll booth right here. <laughs> Perfect. All right, so green line is what you're thinking for the pits. That's my idea, unless anyone else has any changes. Okay. All right. If someone could tell me how to erase that, I'd appreciate it. I got yeah. Deletes map. <laughs> wow, my character sheet just got deleted. Oh no! How'd that happen? Any other defenses, y'all? Would like to try to add to the map? Uh, oh. We should have some barricade lines set up, right? Yeah, and they should also be flammable. I mean, everything should be flammable, yeah. Right. Everything in tar. Also, just so you know, the scale of this might not fully be correct yet, but, like, right now from moat to edge of the battlefield, it's, like, 1,300 feet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Essentially, like, this, you know, the... Game of Thrones did have a couple of things going for it. I want those defenses. Like, we have a ring of fire, and we have a ring of barricades, and we have a ring of fire. <laughs> That'd be really cool. Right. So or we are fighting the, the barricades. So do you want the barricades, like, parallel with the trenches just behind it? Pretty, yeah. Yeah, I think it should kind of follow the same, the same line as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Even if they're long, and I mean, would it make sense to? I mean, I'm sure they'll overrun them no matter what, but to. I mean, I guess it's, if we can make them solid, let's make it solid. But if we have to, I mean, gaps. you're talking like you're talking like the anti-cavalry, like simple barricades, right? I think so. Mm -hmm. Look, I don't have a lot of barricade education. But um, well, I'm imagining something that could, even if it just funnels them into specific openings and we can like hot gates them a little bit. Yeah. You know? That's, mm -hmm. yeah. Because I was thinking of like trying to keep them as much as possible on that main road. Yeah. 
So anything we can do to funnel them there. So, so don't stand on grass signs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much get some yes. of those. But if it Fresh wins, on. if they in that went, case, I'd like. Sorry. If they came kind of in a little bit, also, you know, so that they yes. really had to come in in a line. Mm-hmm. I was going to say the same thing for the trench too. So like the trench would make it circle, and then also, uh, damn it, uh, have lines up to the barricades. So we can uh, really try and choke them in there. Okay. Do you how do you how far up do you want it to go? Do you want it to go all the way to the trenches or to the moat? Well we uh we're probably gonna have to have some ground forces out here like to intercept, right? Mm-hmm. We don't want to get that close. So I'd say no, but Yeah. Okay. A pretty good distance. Because we're also going to want our cool. like our archers or whatever to be able to, you know, have a yeah a be close target. enough to fire right yeah. Oh, and we should okay. put, we should put a like two cannons like right in front of. Sorry, <laughs> maybe too specific, but like two cannons like right here, ready to just shoot down the line as they come in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you have eight cannons at your disposal. If we can put a whole battery there, like just wipe them out every time they come through. Can anyone cast create bit? Do Umber have any other weaknesses? I know they're they're vulnerable to radiant damage. Yeah. Wait, we have the, the spear of blasting light, right? Like whoever has that should be set up with those cannons. We should load just, We should load it into one of the cannons and fire. Nope, it. we no. should not do that. No, you sure? <laughs> Are you sure? All right, there's two cannons. Take the fight to them, you know. And the spear's gone. Well, that was nice. How many charges a day did that thing have? Looks like three. I don't remember. I don't have it. Doesn't Barrett have it? I believe yes. Barrett has it. He, by the All way, right. has not responded to the messages. I don't think he's coming back. Oh, yeah, I hope he's alright. Maybe his phone just died. That does happen yeah. a lot. Yeah, he didn't have internet at the house, so he was doing it straight off his phone. Uh, that's probably what um Gotta get that 5G, man. Cool. Anything else? We definitely... Y'all definitely have more time to think about the actual defenses, but I think this is a good start. Um, yeah. I think the next step will be me and Kevin... It'll be after the ship battle, because me and Kevin need to kind of figure out how some mechanics work and stuff from the ship battle and how it'll translate to the real battle. Um, so especially number of troops that you have, but um, basically once we have that figured out, we'll set all of your troops on the map as tokens and kind of let you play some how you want. So nice. and give you time to create any more defenses if you 
Alright, time to get back into Advanced Wars 1 and 2 reboot camp and see what's going on. Uh-oh. Mark's getting remixed. That's a little terrifying. He's yeah. getting into the role of the undead. <laughs> you need 5G. <laughs> Council, anything else y'all want to do? It's, it's getting later in the night. Uh, Is it possible we could pick that up a little bit when when other people are around? Yeah. I think Barrett had things he still wanted to do. I know, I know he had a bunch, right? Yeah. Well, okay. Got disconnected for some reason. Uh, but yeah, anything else y'all want to do uh, with the battle council? It's getting into the evening, probably getting dark at this yeah. point. Um, I, we were saying, I, th- I was saying, I think Barrett had some stuff he wanted to go over with them. So can we just pick that up when he's back next time? Sure, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else y'all want to do? We can kind of come back and retcon the battle council. But anything else y'all want to do in the city before? Y'all uh, find a place to sleep for the night. I'm prepped, braided. I will also say that y'all have, um, I don't know where, I can't remember where y'all were staying, but y'all have chambers in the arena here that have been set up. I think we've mostly been staying on the boat. Yeah. yeah. But, but you, you, you have some chambers here if you would like them uh kind of some of the suites and stuff have been turned into um some housing and stuff close to you know the war council room and stuff so mm-hmm. i don't think i've got anything i can do unless because there was no way to contact shadow house right like they're gone gone i mean you can cast message to them like y'all at least know the one up to send a message. Okay. Piss them off. Piss them off. So. Rin pissed them off. True. Cool. Well, if no one has anything else, I think we'll wrap it up here tonight. Um, yeah, just pick uh, pick what ship role you want next time. Uh, you will also be in control of a ship, um, a ship in general too. So, y'all will kind of have your main command ship that y'all will all be on. But you'll also have a little bit of an armada of ships, and each one of you will control one of the ships in the armada. But they have just like basic AC, simple attack, move speed. So, yeah, it's it won't be anything other than where do I want to attack and where do I want to move my ship basically nice so don't don't feel overly intimidated by that yeah the, the main thing is the commander rolls got it coolio um also let's see i know we've let me bring up my notes i know we've talked about rts rolls with a handful of people let's see Barrett, I right now have on the airship kind of doing strategic command logistics and stuff. Uh, Miranda, you're on wall defenses. 
all this can change if you have other ideas or anything, but right now I had you on wall defenses, archer, alchemy, druids. Sarah is kind of leading up some air cavalry on her Pegasus. B is doing some land cavalry, um, kind of being the front line. Neil, Liz, and Ethan, we have not decided on some RTS rules yet. So yeah. I talked to Barrett a little bit about that, and you know, he had the idea of having Dasher on the airship also, which okay. I'm into with the... Um, as long as I get to eventually get dropped into the thick of things a little bit, because I like I think Dasher wants to go on the airship and the bloody end wants to bloody end things. So you want to be an ODST? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. We'll, we'll, I want to we'll ha- I want to Halo and, uh, jump into the middle of the zombie horde and just go berserker mode. You and bloody end so just well be. for all the ODSTs in Halo. <laughs> <laughs> Asher's kind of a live fast, die hard kind of guy. So, yeah, that might actually be the ODST motto. He's become that in any case. He didn't start out that way, but then he met this really cool dude called the Bloody End. So we learned. So I guess um, put me on the airship with an asterisk for now, and I might think about it a little more. All right, so airship. Airship slash Yippee Mr. Falcon. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ethan, are you thinking morale for the battle as well? I say I'm back end logistics. Um, I'm making sure everyone's going where they need to go, making sure that everyone's good about going where they need to go, whether they want to or not. That's not up to them. Um, where, where would you want to be, like, posted? Would you want to be on the wall, airship, in the city? I need to be wherever information is being funneled to. Because um, I essentially need to be at, at the command chain. Um, wherever we're, Whenever we're hearing about our troop movements and their troop movements, I need to be receiving that information and spitting it back out. So I need to be at whatever our main command hub is. Uh, I mean, the general command hub, I mean, there's kind of one in the skyship, there's kind of one on the walls, and then there's kind of one in the arena. Um, okay. I mean, those are like kind of the, I don't know, three major spots, yeah. I guess. Right, yeah. Um, so uh, do we have clear lines of communication established to the command ship, or would that be kind of isolated sometimes? I mean, Ren's going to be on the ship and Dasher, so they'll probably, I think Ren will probably be sending messages. I know that's kind of one of his roles he was wanting to do, so he'll probably have some kind of communication action. Got it. Um, Then I should probably be... And I will also say, like, just because you don't know how this cast message you're sending doesn't mean that you couldn't have a you know, like an interpreter right at aid next to you who can, you know, help communications and stuff. So I would love an aide to come. That'd be really cool. This is this is my buddy now. He's he's gonna be sending message all day long. They use carrier pigeons in the city, right? Yeah. Um I'm probably best off on the ground. Not much use in the sky. 
Um, yeah, I, I like the idea of being on the wall, um, being that forward command post. And essentially, any that puts me in a position to receive that information and send it back out. And also, if anyone starts trying to fall back, I can just charisma check the fuck out of a group of soldiers and get them back in the fight. So. Dig it. All right. Uh, and then I'll talk to Liz. So, yeah, I'll start coming up with these roles a little bit more, but um, yeah, well, I definitely want to kind of see how this uh, ship com test combat goes first before I really lock anything in. So, I will be creating a giant megaphone to sit on the walls, and I will be shouting things, of, words of encouragement. I'm surprised you have to create that and don't just have it already. Uh, it's kind of hard to carry around a you know like five foot diameter uh, megaphone. Ethan's just blasting Metallica throughout the battle, which <laughs> gives like a plus twenty morale bonus. Yeah, <laughs> we'll throw that up and I pull out the keytar, and we're going ham, man. <laughs> the the yeah. biggest mosh pit Indol has ever seen. Mm-hmm. Set that up, cast Thaumaturgy, which already boosts it. Put that in front of the, by the, the megaphone. It's going to be amazing. Ethan, did you uh, did you hear the uh, Italian like metal bagpipe guys at the room? Oh, they're great. I love them. I wanted to mosh pit so bad. Yeah. Unfortunately, that was a much more chill event, but... Uh, I was the cast and stuff was hanging out here last night after the fair, and mm -hmm. I brought them up like, yeah, you know, they were cool. And the one was a musician. Uh, I'm like, yeah, y'all need to get some like Italian bagpipes in your thing. Uh, it was Courtney actually, and she's like, those guys are the biggest douches I have ever met. <laughs> oh, well, that's unfortunate. That doesn't surprise me. Mm. They did seem to have a very high opinion of themselves. Just the description yeah. of, of heavy metal bagpipes. I was like, yeah. yeah. They're they're also like the biggest act at the fair. Like they normally tour Europe, I guess, at fairs and stuff. And like this was the big act that they brought in this year. So mm. I don't know, but they were pretty cool. Dope. Yeah. No, I love listening to them. I hate to hear that they're douchebags, but yeah, same. The uh, the, the music's on Spotify. If you wanted to check it out. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Uh, that's just going to be the battle music for. <laughs> Perfect. All right. I need to get home. I'm still at the brewery, so. Yeah, I need to get off too. Yeah, but. Yeah, if you have questions, let us know throughout the week. Yeah. Copy that. Um, yeah, it, it, how like that Dracolich? <laughs> Your character does not know. <laughs> that will forever be my answer. <laughs> um, but yeah, especially if you're like looking at your ship role and like there's still a few things I need to figure out on it. But if you're like, oh, man, it would be really cool if like the operator could like create balloon animals or something like let me know. Like specific. All right. All right. Thanks. Later. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Night. Kevin. Yeah. Good night. Good night, everyone. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Real quick. Night, everybody.
play some Sea of Thieves and figure out this pirate thing. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Bye. Take it easy.